Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back. Relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am live and in studio with the one, the only, Sharon McNamara. Hello, Sharon. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Yeah, so it might have sounded like I was talking to myself for a brief moment because uh, Sharon was going to get us some headbands for our event today. So Um, if you're on Facebook, please... Yeah, look at, look at uh, join us because <laughs> we are having a big event tonight, uh, today. Actually, Tim, what are you doing after work today? Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going home and I'm getting ready for the, the party tonight I'm going to. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, that's a pass, I guess. Sorry. Do you have any pets? No. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't like a dog parade, but I, I love dogs, but but I don't I don't have one right now. So yeah. Mm. Well, you don't have to have a dog oh. to come to our parade. <laughs> no? Just so all of our listeners know that. Um, but we are having a very big event tonight. I was in the office last night, Mel, until two thirty, and I know you said to me this morning, "Doing what?" There was a lot to do. Uh, well, you knew that I was home around eleven o'clock. Why didn't I you didn't say, know? Yes, you did. I said, I, oh, "I'm already home." I know, but I wasn't. I, I figured you saw. <laughs> me when you drove by that you would have came in, but I figured maybe you were tired or didn't feel good. But um, yeah, so today we are having a Halloween costume party, a dog parade. So all are welcome. We are located right in Pembroke Center across from Stop and Shop and CVS to where Shepherd's Funeral Home used to be. Uh, so we are, we have some great, 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 great costume, I mean, contest uh, prizes. So um and do you want to tell everybody what they yeah, are? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but first and foremost, it starts at twelve o'clock. Yeah. Uh, we have our dog trot, um, twelve forty-five to one fifteen. So, um, all of our BCRE pups are going to be going first to make it mm-hmm. fair for everybody. Um, so we're going to have our little dog trot first, and then um, the community will come together and have their dog trot, which I'm very excited about. But um, we have a ton of great prizes. Yeah. We have um, first, second, yeah. and third place. Uh, we have three judges. Sharon can get into to the judges afterwards, but um, we have a six-month subscription to BarkBox as our first Mm -hmm. prize. We have second and third prizes um, going to... We have uh, these beautiful baskets that were donated um, from some of our vendors. Actually, one of the vendors, I mean, you were able to get something from... You have to talk right into this and get nice and close. Get close. Tell everybody um, who you were... um, Who gave a basket that you were able to help us donate. I reached out to Amy Massifer from T- Sherman, Tim Sherman Law. Mm-hmm. She's a, my mortgage lender. No, she isn't. She's your attorney. She's my attorney. <laughs> and she donated a large bag of candy as well as snacks for the kids. And she gave a basket. Yeah, as so one the of ba- our prizes. Yeah, the basket is full of like amazing toys treats and there's even a blanket in there that has a little blue truck on it I and we know. have millie here so Millie's it's like here. she's the most thoughtful person yes. 
And she was coming in on two wheels, but she made sure I that texted we, her uh, last night. Got it. Um, you know, she she was she's uh, she does it all, and Thank she's you. been on our show before. So yes. um, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable dot com or go to your podcast app and um, mm-hmm. search in uh, Amy Masfer, and she's she does a lot with disclosures and stuff. I think that's what our uh, last show with her was about. But um, I I've, I said it on the show. I said I don't know how you do it. Like mm-hmm. you're a mom of what four four yeah. or five. And just always supporting everybody who supports her business. And it's just amazing. Yeah, and awesome. we're glad to have her. Yes, we are. All right, you've got to get back to work. Okay. Don't forget your headbands out there and there's some aprons. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I need an apron. Make sure I get an apron. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, so, so we... Uh, did you also tell about how you can win $500 gift card to Petco? Yeah, I was, I was getting to the raffle part. So okay. I'm in charge of the raffles today. Um, so if you come to, to Boston Connect, I'll be wearing a, an orange apron. But you can buy raffle tickets to um, possibly win one of these three or even four prizes. Now we have four yeah. prizes. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them is a $500 gift card to Petco. Yes. I but mean, how amazing is that? You have to tell people how they can get that, though. Um, so if you come to our event and you fill out a testimonial about one of our agents, so if you worked with one of our agents in the past or you're currently working with them, um, all you have to do is fill out a testimonial for them. Um, you're put into this big hat, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> hat or box or whatever can fit all the testimonials into it, and we randomly will choose um, our winner, and you'll get a $500 gift card to Petco. Yeah. Um, then we also have a couple other baskets that were donated to us from some of our vendors and um Sharon, do you want to talk about the one that you... Yeah, um, so we have uh, two big baskets. One is from um, Pete Fakaisen, who has been on our show several times as well. He is a loan officer from Cross Country Mortgage, uh, and his team uh, donated a nice big basket full of dog toys and treats and everything. I actually wrapped it up a little bit nicer last night and put a little bow on it and stuff, so um, I didn't want anyone picking at it, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. like taking things out of it. So um, we have that as a prize oh that's a that's a raffle yep and then another raffle we have another basket full of things right yep um so that is pretty much all treats so uh dog and cat treats treats. um so you know you get the kitties involved too i was gonna bring zoe everyone has always has asked me oh are you bringing zoe you bring zoe (laughs) i said oh my gosh she can barely tolerate dexter at home Mm -hmm. she could never tolerate this many dogs but um but she's here in spirit yeah and then um boston connect real estate what i did is i went out and uh we have for our third raffle i got a yeti dog bowl with a Yeti uh, water bottle and a Yeti matching like coffee mug. So that will be great. So you can match your pup, right? Yeah. So the dog bowl and then with the water uh, bottle, I thought that that was cute. You can bring your water, keep it nice and cold for your puppy or your dog because um, we like the old girls too and the old boys uh, and always have fresh water for them and you have a matching coffee cup. So uh, we have the Yeti set in there. I put a couple Boston Connect t-shirts in there, a couple Boston Connect canvas bags. So you get the whole slew. Yeah. So um, the raffles, by the way, I didn't tell anyone out there, but I changed the prices. It's a dollar for one. It's five for ten and um, arm's length for ten dollars. So uh, come on down, try to get into the raffles. You do not have to have a dog. Um, this is a great event just to come to be part of the community. We're right in Pembroke Center. Um, one of the things too is if you don't have a dog or if your dog isn't dog friendly, <laughs> please don't come. If you don't, if your dog, you can come, but please don't bring your unfriendly dog. Um, but there, you know, these are some great gifts that you could give too. The holidays are right around the seasons, or right around the corner. So, um, we have a little background noise just going on here because we, everybody is working so hard out there, um, getting ready for our event. So, yeah, hopefully you can make it down. Nineteen Madakesa Street, Pembroke. Yep. So again, it's from twelve to two. Our actual dog trot is going to be twelve forty-five to one fifteen. Um, we also have our jack lantern contest that we oh, do yeah, every year. So um, everybody has submitted their jack lantern pictures to administration at bostonconnect.com um, or their Boston Connect agents. So I have printed them all out, and they are ready to be voted on. So um, come on by, and you can vote. Those are also getting uh, prizes. So top kid. 
uh, jack-o'-lantern, top adult jack-o'-lantern, um, is getting $50 gift cards. And it um, can be carved, it can yeah. be painted, it can be whatever. It can be carved, painted. One of them was an ice cream oh, cone. Oh, uh, that's a good see that idea. Um, so, yeah, so we we have um, a bunch of those. And, and, our and judges. And our judges, yeah. Talk about our judges. My judges. I mean, honestly, I am so fortunate to have, we have the best people that are so supportive in uh, the town of Pembroke. It's just wonderful. So, um, originally we had uh, Deputy Chief of the Fire Department, and that is uh, Deputy Chief uh, Wendy LaPierre. Mm-hmm. I love saying her name. It just rolls off your and tongue. And she's been on our show before, too. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she really married well with that last name, don't you think? <laughs> Wendy LaPierre. It yeah. just sounds really good. So, she will be here. Um, and then we were going to have the Deputy Chief of the Fire Department, Jim Shea. He is a good friend of mine, and um, I call him a good friend. Uh, him and his wife, they're wonderful people. I have had the pleasure to work with them uh, for real estate on several occasions, and I just adore, adore, adore them. Um, but uh, one of the sons, Jack, has a soccer tournament today, yeah. so they have to travel for that. So I was sort of stuck last minute, and I was like, what am I going to do? So I sent out an email to a few people, that I, a few of my peeps, <laughs> and uh, Chief uh, Rick McDonald said that he would he would help us out. So Chief of the Fire Department, uh, Police Department, will be here as well for Pembroke. And then the third one is... Ma. Our one and only <laughs> Ma. I'm Ma. Audrey will be here. I said AKA uh, our Nana. DCR's Nana. Yeah. So uh, my mother will also be one of the judges. Yeah. Which is going to be so much fun. It is going to be so much fun. And uh, I'll emphasize the Boston Connect pups are going first. Yes. Because, you know, Audrey is a judge and she didn't want to favor anybody. So we said, how about we do two separate parades? And she said, okay, fine. That's when mm-hmm. she agreed to but be the, a judge. The kids, I'm allowing the kids of our people, like, I'm allowing our kids to do the regular one. I just think that's fair, don't you? Yeah, I mean, but we we also have, like, little trick-or-treating stations, too, yeah. so we have um, plenty of candy, plenty of non-candy related items. Mm-hmm. Um, I so. had a bag of popcorn last night for dinner. Thank you. Nice. I left here at 2.30, and I was like, <laughs> not gonna lie, I cracked open a bottle of wine that was downstairs, and I had a self a glass of wine and a, bu- a bag of popcorn. <laughs> you are, uh, you're, you're welcome to do that at yeah. any time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that's sort of what we're, what we're doing today. Yeah, and then guess what we're gonna do for our radio show today. People are probably like, all right, ladies, enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought that this would be so fun. We've done it in the past, but how moving, uh, no pun intended, would it be, um, to just have a show on moving with your pet. So yeah. that's what we're going to discuss tonight, um, today, because today's a today show. I know. We, we, yeah. This, well, this is not the today show, but <laughs> as much as we Almost. Tried, what do you we, mean? We, we did go to the today show when we went to New I York. I just threw that out yesterday. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, I keep thinking that we're here on Tuesday, but today is Saturday. So yes. um, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, moving with your pets. So mm-hmm. obviously we wanted to talk about pets because today is all about pets, um, mm-hmm. all about our community's pets uh, or kids who yeah. want to come trick. We really hope that you can come and make it. Like I said, it's it's just. Oh, we forgot to say who our recipients were for all the raffles. Oh yes. So all of the money <laughs> that we raise for the recipients uh, for the raffles, um, all that money is going to be divided equally by three. So um, it's going to be going to. Um, it's animal rescue. Yeah, so um, proceeds are going to a Buddy and Friends Rescue. We also have um, going to Animal Protection Center of Southeastern Massachusetts. That's a mouthful. Yeah. But it's, uh, there's an acronym. Um, and then we also have Dozer, who yeah. um, is a local bulldog who um, is currently in a foster uh, home and um, is raising money for some surgeries that he needs because he was neglected. Can we talk so. about Dozer for a minute? Yeah. And again, it's our show. We can talk about anything we, we want. Anything. How fitting was it, though, that when I made the Canva for a flyer and postcard, I chose a bulldog. Dozer entered into our, you know, into our event like uh, three days ago, maybe four days ago. They will be here. uh, The foster parents um, made bracelets and stuff so you can buy some things like that. I think Dozer will be here, too. Dozer's going to be here, too. His costume is adorable. I already saw it. I got a sneak peek. Um, But with Dozer... I have a bulldog. I have an English bulldog. And 
and I have a French bulldog, and I'll never forget this one time when we were on the boat, uh, we pulled in, I think we were in Oak Bluffs or something, and next to us was a humongous boat, like a very, very big boat, and the guy on there was um, a veterinarian, Mm -hmm. and he said, oh, look at that, you have the two most expensive dogs to take care of, (laughs) (laughs) one of each, an English and a Sheepy. Know what goes there's a lot of care so don't just get one because they're cute unless you can afford to and really stay on top of it but unfortunately he was neglected his toenails like went into his pads yeah and they were all pussy and everything so they had to do some work there and then um he went deaf yeah. Because his ears weren't being taken care of, so he needs an operation, and I think it's somewhere up to like three thousand dollars or something, isn't it, for his operation? Yeah, I would have others, yeah. and plus the vet bills and everything. So, um, you know, obviously, when it comes to fostering an animal, you, you sort of do it out of the kindness of your heart, mm-hmm. and you just you can't see, you can't fathom any animal or bird, whatever, mm-hmm. you know continuing to live in the way that they're living or like the unknown of what if he goes to a different home or whatever so i know personally like i would rather scoop like okay what can i do to to get to meet him because i'm afraid i'm gonna want to put him under my arm and like run off with him well you have to remember that you have gracie and marley so i do do. uh, but the good news is is he will be up for adoption there's going to be lots of people here so i i heard that after his operation is done that he will be up for adoption so um i texted one of my neighbors she loves gracie and i asked her if she would walk gracie in the in the Mm -hmm. um in the walk today just because she lost her dog this year um, Duke and oh. uh, yeah, and he was young and she's heartbroken but she loves my Gracie so I asked her if she would walk Gracie today mm-hmm. and I said oh by the way buddy the bulldog will be there not buddy um, Dozer. Dozer the bulldog will be there um, so maybe maybe she'd like to adopt him. Maybe a nice family. I bet I bet he'll have a lot of people interested in him. I know everybody in Pembroke knows about him. <laughs> I know everybody <laughs> does, and I don't know. And I feel bad. I wish Emmy was here right now because I don't really know the people who are in charge of these organizations. I think one is Tanya, who is actually watching dozer now and then tiffany i think is the one that has the foundation for buddy and friends okay i don't know anybody's last name that's all i got okay and that's a really that's all we that's all we have to yeah. say yeah. so <laughs> if if anybody is listening and they know the answer to that please call in 781-837-4900 if you have any questions for us regarding real estate please feel free to give us a buzz again we are live we are excited today about our show um it's what to do when you're moving with a pet we're excited about our event today all kinds of treats and stuff so come on down uh but if you have a question for us 781-837-4900 yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. We'll get into it just for a few minutes and then we're going to go to a break. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So obviously we're talking about moving with pets. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are, what is like sort of the first thing that you think of like, okay, I have to get this done for my, you have two dogs. So let's mm-hmm. say I have to get this done for Gracie and Marley before we move. Yep. You know, it's interesting because um, the first thing that's on our agenda is to discuss, you know, getting their collars and their ID changed and mm-hmm. you don't think about it yeah you know a lot of times people will put just their phone number on there so if the dog ever got loose or got lost or something like that god forbid the phone number is there but a lot of people will put their address on it um so that's one thing you should make sure that you're updating that i would say that that's yeah. you know something that you can do i mean you're going to be buying the dog dog food in the next couple of months before you move anyways so get a new tag you can get them online as well uh, but also register your dog in your new um in your new town, if you're going to a new town, um, or update the clerk's office wherever you live to let them know what your new address is. So uh, that tag will match where they are, they are um, living. So I think that that's a really important one and probably one that you would forget because honestly, shame on me uh, and Mary. Uh, me, Mary. <laughs> so Dexter, Gracie, and Marley 
all were not didn't have their registrations like didn't have them up to date oh, so really? we had to do that this week <laughs> because <laughs> i couldn't sign the waiver was it was it prompted by was it prompted by the waiver or was it prompted by my comment on saturday when i was like oh just get everybody to town hall to renew their dog licenses when really it's like a surprise wedding <laughs> yeah well i didn't know yeah that i thought that you were talking because i did get a notice about marley because i never registered marley she's two and i never did it i i thought that i did um so, yeah, I thought that that's what you were talking about. But um, what was I going to say is, yeah, but then you have to renew it every year. So, and it's like nine bucks. It's it's not a, it's not an expensive thing to do, but it's like one of those things you didn't think to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. See, I don't know anything about that. So, like, if I was to get a dog, say I adopted Dozer, I'd be like, well, do I have to, like, do I have to tell the I town? Think, like, I that's think not. That you should adopt it wasn't. Dozer. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I don't have the room for Dozer. <laughs> uh, but I think Mary and Sam should adopt. I think anybody I know should adopt Dozer. That's because you want to see him all the time. I do. <laughs> I fell in love with his little picture. Wait until you see his costume. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and follow us on social media because we'll have it all over social media yes. today. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, like I don't know the first thing about, I guess, owning a dog because I well, don't you have one. Do. I mean, you've been well, around yeah, since like, Dexter was I'm, born. Yeah, I'm good with other people's dogs, um, mm-hmm. but I've never been solely responsible. I mean, we had some dogs growing up or whatever, but never was really responsible for one. So mm-hmm. to think like, oh, I got to go to town hall to like register yeah. my dog. Like someone would have to tell me that. <laughs> so we're going to do this little game right now. I'll do dogs, you do cats. How's that? Okay. Because we're not just talking about dogs when you're moving. It could be birds. It could be cats. It could be anything, right? Yeah. Well, as far as I know, you don't have to register your cat with town hall. So, <laughs> And I want to know why. Be- probably because they're self-sufficient. Most of them are indoors. So, like, you d- I-, I feel like you register your dog with the town because it's more of, like, a cautionary thing for other people. So, like, you're they bringing your dog... They know that it has rabies yeah. and shots yeah. and everything. So, like, you're bringing... I mean, but don't cats Zoe- have to get rabies Zoe shots? Zoe gets a rabies shot. I think you can do it every year or every three years or whatever. We- I-, I think I do it every year. Um, but... But she's an indoor cat. She never yeah. goes outside. She's also chipped. I adopted her from Alabama, and she already came chipped. So, um, you know, so if she did get out, hopefully I'd be able to find her. Um, but the thing with cats is, like, they might disappear for a few days, but if they don't get eaten, they will come back. Um, yeah. But with dogs, it's like, I'm... Well, don't say that I'm not taking her... About getting eaten, because... You know, my one of my best friends, Kim, and when Joni and Stanley moved to, left Dorchester, remember mm-hmm. we sold there, mm-hmm. two family, and then they moved to Abington, and, is it, no, Whitman, they moved to Whitman, and their indoor cat suddenly liked to go outside, and he was going out, coming in, going out, coming in, and mm-hmm. then one day he went out. Yeah. He never came back in. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Well, so I'll tell you probably why. So the cat was used to being a city cat. Oh, yeah. And now it's in the suburbs, and it's curious. It's seeing the birds. It's seeing the oh, yeah. like. So I, growing up, I had a cat, Cleo, and she would disappear for weeks, months at a time. Oh, and really? she'd come back. Huh. She was an outdoor cat. She'd come back. She'd go, oh, hey, it's me. Yeah, so you know. But Zoe, Zoe, I would never in a million years let her out because there's so much wildlife around. So I think the difference between the dogs is like I'm not bringing my cat to a field to go running yeah. off leash. It's just not going to happen. So she can't bite somebody. Yeah. The only way she would bite someone is if I invited her into the home. Mm. <laughs> You know, next time I'm at the clerk's office, I'm going to ask that question because I think that that's sort of a form of, um, you know, like not fair housing laws. <laughs> discrimination? Why? It's discrimination against dogs anyways. But you know what? We just hit our 1030 mark. So what that means is we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're just going to give you a quick synopsis of tips to uh, when you're moving with your pets. Again, it could be dogs. It could be cats. It could be anything in between. If you have any questions for us, get them ready. Get your phone ready. 781-837-4900. We will be right back. I think. (laughs) I think. Yes, yes, we'll take a break. (laughs) Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. 
Are you ready to pay your own mortgage rather than somebody else's? Are you looking forward to living under your own roof? Do you often dream about buying your first home, but you're not sure where to begin? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined with the one and only Sharon McNamara, live and in studio here at our office. Hello, hello. Today we are talking about moving with your pets and our top tips with moving with your pets. Uh, I don't even know if we've gotten into the... (laughs) We the really discussion. Um, but we are, uh, we're here. We're live. We're, yeah. we're doing it. So, um, all right. Mm-hmm. So, you would, your first thing you would do is register with the town. Is that I correct? would, yes. Um, I just want to state for the record, though, I love doing the radio show with you, though. Oh, thank you. Then just as we were coming back from the commercial, I was like, I don't feel like it. And you just picked it up. I was like, all right, she's not doing it. I am. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, that would be the first thing that I would say. You know, that, that that's something that you can do well beforehand. I would say another thing, and I don't know if it's on here is, um, again, if it's, you know, maybe a local move, it might be a little bit easier. But getting your dog, if you have a dog, I'm just going to stick with dogs because that's what I have. Um, If you have a dog, getting that dog may be familiar with the neighborhood. So if you're moving to a new neighborhood, maybe, you know, a couple times during the week, you can take that dog for a little walk around that neighborhood. Yeah. And also, it's not just your dog getting familiar with the neighborhood. It's the neighborhood getting familiar with your dog. So some people are afraid of dogs and some people sort of try to shy away from certain um, breeds of dogs. Um, So you know, not not everybody loves. I, I'm not going to call out any particular breed because I feel like that's wrong. But there are some breeds that might you know people shy away from. But if you sort of bring your pet, maybe not on your first showing because that might be a little bit distracting. Um, but if you bring you know the dog, maybe for part of the home inspection, just being outside or something, just or or even coming by for the final walkthrough, just getting your your animal familiar with the area. Um, especially because moving day is so chaotic um, or can be very chaotic. So, um, you know, you never know what could happen. Someone may leave the door open by accident, you know, or or it jumps out of the car or whatever. Um, and you want to be able to find that animal if it, if it unfortunately gets loose. Yeah. Um, and I just brought a guest in with yes. us. <laughs> because this guest, I just thought of it as we were sitting here. How many times has this guest moved with her dog? Yeah. Right? That is true. So, yeah. So, we have um, Mackenzie McNamara with us. And um, she is my baby and my youngest. And we're going to talk right into that. So, we're discussing today, Mackenzie, moving with your pets and different tips that you can do to help people with that transition. So, at, you have moved several times with Tallulah. Uh, you got her as a puppy. She's been back and forth to Massachusetts quite a few times because you were down in South Carolina. Then you would come back and forth home. So she's done a lot of traveling. And then you moved apartment from a townhouse into a house. And then you went from a house down to Rhode Island, from Clemson down to Rhode Island. So why don't you tell people a little bit about how those moves went and different maybe techniques that you use to help her with the transition? That's a good question. I think the big thing, too, is acknowledging my dog is pretty easygoing like she adapts really well to change so for her it wasn't too big of a difference um i think the big transition has always been like the type of house you're moving from to another so when i was in a duplex she had to be on leash every day and she wasn't allowed to be off leash in that neighborhood based on the rules of the area and then i moved into a house that had a fenced backyard so i had to get her used to coming in the back door when I call her (laughs) and those kind of things that you don't really think about and then moving back into an apartment now I have I live in one of the residence halls at the college I work at so there are fire drills and I need to make sure that she's prepared for things like that so I think it's just taking time to acknowledge how the spaces change Mm. that you're bringing your animal to and what you might need to plan ahead for 
That's a really good point. But it's also good that you are aware of her mannerisms and you're aware of she is able to adapt to certain things. But that, I think, is a good dog owner. Like, you, you know... You know your dog. And sometimes they can be unpredictable, but, um, you know, being able to be flexible and, and sort of make her comfortable, I feel like it makes a good owner of any animal. Mm, absolutely. Any other tips or tricks that you might want to think about? What about, like, the moving day? You know, like that whole transition? Because I do recall at one point that you were showing a little bit of anxiety like not having an anxiety attack but just a little bit of like stress i could hear it in your voice because when you were moving out of the when you went to salve regina university to work there they had you in one um apartment and then what two months later they moved you into a different apartment Mm -hmm. and i remember that transition was difficult do you want to talk a little bit about that and the struggles you went through because every time you she wouldn't let you leave right yeah, that is something that was difficult, and I think it's the prolonged nature of the move. So I was in one residence hall, and they gave me two weeks to move into another residence hall, and I wasn't going to do it all in one day because that's not how I can function, and I was working, so it wasn't something like I could pick a day and be like, everything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was not fun because I'd pack up three boxes, take three boxes out to my car, and she'd sit in the window and bark and bark and bark because she thought I was leaving her behind. Mm-hmm. Um so that was real for her. That stress is is real, especially when she sees boxes. I mean, she must. Cre- I mean, I wonder if she cringes every time she sees a moving box. I know. <laughs> Zoe loves it because she likes to sit and everything. If you bring a box in the house, she has to inspect it inside and out. She sits in it. She she's everywhere. She's not supposed to be. So well, well. Here's here's another good point though. You have to be very careful with that yeah. with cats because when you are moving, cats tend to go into smaller places yeah, like that. And they'll hide. And I did have a situation. Where where we had a family member, um, we had a family, they were moving, they were putting things in storage. And along the process, the cat disappeared. And they mm-hmm. thought for sure that the cat went into one of the boxes, but when they were emptying out boxes and things like that, no cat to be found or they were looking, they couldn't find the cat. So then they assumed that the cat ran away. Well, when they went back to the storage unit, the cat had actually gotten in the back of like a armoire type thing drawer mm-hmm. and it, it didn't make it. Yeah. That's so really sad. yeah, it's really sad. I, I mean, that's why we're having the show. So we want people to be recognize those things. So again, I don't have a cat. I just, mm-hmm. I don't like the way cats just show up on you like they're just so sneaky and like yeah well, i'm here and it's like all right great yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, like yeah, I, l- I love that about them no but I, I like to know that something's coming after me but how do you have a crate like a, yeah aren't they hard so, to crate well no well some are but as zoe actually really likes her crate because she likes boxes and she likes small confined spaces but like she loves to sort of bury herself into things if i have a pile of laundry she'll go right into it like she loves it she mm. loves being in dark spaces and stuff so i never when i take her to the vet really because i don't take her to like my friend's houses with me um but when i take her to the vet she she'll go right in she's really good with the car um so which is interesting because she came from alabama and she had a really hard time with her transport and i think it's because they transported them with dogs as well in the same um van yeah and it she is she tolerates Dexter, um, but any other dogs that come over to our house, she's very stressed mm-hmm. and she hides, and it's very difficult to find her. She just gets too overwhelmed, too too much stimulation. She's mm-hmm. very chill, um, so you know I think that the tr- that transport was sort of like an isolated incident because every other time, like she, I'll get the cage and she just walks right in. I don't even have to say anything because no. she doesn't understand commands like a dog. <laughs> She's a really smart cat. The most photogenic cat you've ever seen in your yeah. life. But you bring up another point, too, though, is I know throughout the years, obviously, doing this for 21 years, I've come out, I, a lot of my clients have had cats, and they're always like, oh, be very careful when you open the doors not to let the cat out. I mean, that's another process that you have to think about if your house is on the market. Make yeah. sure you talk to your agent about that. You know, hey, we have cats. Make sure that they don't get out and everything. And I... I Every single cat owner has said this to me, and I have to tell you, I've never seen the cats. Like, I, I think they're lying. Like, I never see cats. Yeah. Because they're, they're always hiding. Yeah. I mean, that it's definitely their personalities. There are some cats that are, like, 
want to be around yeah. people. It's funny because, like, um, when Sam has, like, his friends over, like, she's very drawn to male. So, like, she loves she loves Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I told Sam when, if I die, uh, and Zoe's still <laughs> alive, he has to have her because she loves him. and But she loves all the males, too. Um, but... It it's definitely more of like a comfort level for the cat. Like they have such strong, big personalities, mm-hmm. just like a dog does. I mean, yeah. there's there's different temperaments of dogs, um, and it's the same with mm-hmm. with cats. So, Mackenzie, why don't we talk a little bit since we have you here? And I'm so happy that you're here for the dog party today with uh, my grandbaby Tallulah, my grand puppy. Mm-hmm. I'm Grammy to Tallulah, mm-hmm. Grammy. I like Grammy. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about, can you talk about, like, there's a lot of students now that have emotional support dogs and things like that. So are you seeing, like, transitionally for those students, how are, how are their pets handling the transition as well? Yeah, I think it's interesting because a lot of the animals, because the way the laws work around emotional support animals, they're really for your living space. So a lot of times I don't see the emotional support animals at Salve because a lot of times they are animals that do better indoors. So we have more cats or someone has a bird, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. Um, But I think the big thing is to, again, really be cognizant of the temperament of your dog. And you can have a dog that's a really great emotional support animal um, in a house or I feel like you're renting a house that might look different than living in an apartment complex. Like for me, I live on the third floor. There are 38 residents that live in my building, including or not including me. And Tallulah stops at every door in the morning and sniffs to see if anyone's in the living room that will come out and pet her. (laughs) So like my, my animal loves that. Yeah. She does super well. She does better if children, when she sees like anyone under the age of 12, it's like belly up for belly rubs, college students, she'll sit and try to get their face to lick them. Um, so she's just very social and comfortable and she wags her tail when she hears people talking in the hallways. Mm -hmm. So those kind of things, like for me, it's really comforting seeing her in that space. So just being aware of, even though you have an emotional support animal for you, you also make sure that you're making an environment where they're feeling comfortable and safe too because not every dog would want to live in a building of 38 other people and have Mm -hmm. the doors opening and closing all day long. Mm -hmm. And Tallulah sleeps through it most of the time. Sometimes she'll... The only thing that upsets Tallulah right now are the seagulls that sit on my patio while I've come to find. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll oh, with your ocean view, I'm not feeling yeah. too bad for you right now. Mackenzie's from her balcony. You can see the the, the breakers, the mm-hmm. mansion over there, and she has a water view with her balcony and everything. So that's great. Um, if you have any questions for us, uh, we are live today. We have Tim in studio. He is our guy on Saturdays. Uh, actually, George is a uh, Tuesday guy. He's going to be joining us today. Don't feel um, slight there. Uh, Tim, you were invited to. No, nope, not at all. I'm, I'm glad he's joining you. <laughs> yes, he's coming. Tim's like, again, I don't have animals. Yeah, I could care less. Um, yeah, so he's going to be coming by today. He's going to be coming with his camera, so he's going to be taking some pictures and stuff like that for us, and um, yeah, we're really excited about having him here. But if you have any questions for us regarding real estate, please give us a call, 781-837-4900. Um, on Tuesday, I think that we will be discussing, should I wait until the spring to sell? I know that that is a big topic on everybody's mind right now what's going on with the market so uh, make sure you tune in on sa- uh, tuesday at six fifteen. should i wait until the spring to sell um so back to moving with pets anybody talking to us on facebook today no one's no, no one, one wants to talk to us no what's talking to us you know what i was thinking a little bit about what this isn't quite always to do with pets but i think it's related because I've always, when I've moved, I drive usually that last couple of things. So the last couple of things I drive with are my dogs and my plants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just as a friendly reminder of, like, keeping your toxic plants away from your dog in the car, like, I always think about uh, that because I will put one of them back there with Tallulah and she will sit next to the plant for the 23-hour ride. That sounds like the silliest comment ever, but it's no, something I no. did think about. No. It's, it's funny because I recently just looked at this thing. It was like, oh, um, toxic flowers for cats and mary buys them all the time so and we have we have two cats so it's it's like yeah and i think baby's breath was on there and tulips are on there something and i'm like oh okay so Mm -hmm. pretty much everything that we have excuse me ladies you have a phone call oh we have a yes we have uh, chrissy in rockland hello chrissy in rockland hi how are you ladies we're doing well how are you I'm good. You'll never believe what I just did. <laughs> did you just move with I an just, animal? I just 
actually rescued a duck and brought it from Rockland to Barnstable. A duck? A duck. It was a domesticated duck, and he got loose, and he had puncture wounds on his neck. Oh, my gosh. So I drove all the way. I drive. Yeah, that's just a a side note. I love animals, but I really, um, yeah, he should be okay. I named him Mo. Mo. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for for uh, rescuing Mo. Oh, my gosh. Is this something uh, that you do on the regular? Yes. Yes. I can't I can't drive by an animal if I see it on the side of the road. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I can't. But um, I do have a question about real estate. Okay. Um, I have a dog, and I'm thinking about downsizing, and it's so hard because... The downsize, I can't afford the house I want to downsize to. So I'm thinking apartment, but I can't leave my dog. I won't leave my dog. And I, a lot of people tell me they charge you way more money because you have a dog and blah, blah, blah. Most apartments won't let you take a dog, blah, blah, blah. So I'm really, really kind of discouraged, and I'm not sure if I should just hang on and struggle. And... Well, you should never, you you shouldn't, living life is not about struggling. You shouldn't, it's all about simplifying, I think, a lot right now, too. So if you're finding yourself struggling a bit, you should, like, that's something you have to consider. Um, But there are some apartments that do allow pets. Yeah. So would you want to rent or would you want to, like, buy a condo type situation? I could probably afford a condo as long as it wasn't more than, say, 300000 But that's probably a pipe dream. Well, I know here. I know that there's one at uh, Twin Lakes, Michelle Fay. She's one of our full-time agents here at uh, Boston Connect. I know that she has a lovely one that's about 325, so maybe one of our special loan oh, officers could oh, figure oh. something out for you. Um, yeah, you know oh, what I mean cool. to make to make that work. Yeah. So, Michelle Fay awesome. is actually at the at our parade today if you get a chance. Are you in the Pembroke area at all today? I am not, but can I, um, after this call, could I possibly get her email or some information on her and I'll reach out to her? Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. So uh, as we're talking, um, Melissa is going to look up Michelle Faye's phone number. Um, and I know that Thank they do you. take pets. It's, you know, a lot of times when you're going into these complex, was what you have to think about. And what you're doing, by the way, is it's called right sizing. That's the term I sort of coined years ago. And it's finding the right size for you right now. It's not a downer. Yeah. I just think downsizing sounds like a downer. So it is a downer. It is kind of a downer, though. It's just. I bought this house as a single mom, and I've been there for 22 years. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm kind of struggling. I've been doing it all on my own for 22 years, and it's just like, yeah, what do I do now? Yeah. (laughs) So do you have Michelle's number? My daughter wants to take off. Yes, could I please? Yeah. Do you have a way to write it down, or I don't know if you're driving or not? I did. I pulled over. Oh, perfect. So her phone number is 339-788. Okay. One five four eight. One five four eight. Okay, and I'll just let her know I'm interested in a condo that takes pets. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So oh, she great. she's great. Yeah. So I know that she has that uh, unit down there in Twin Lakes. It's a beautiful unit. M- Melissa, you saw it. It's Halifax. Oh, I love Halifax. That's yeah, it's great. Yeah, I um I attended one of her open houses and it, it's it's cute. It's mm-hmm. it's a good. Um, it's it's a great unit. Yeah. So um, and it's vacant right now, so very yeah. easy to show. So she would be happy to do that, and then she yeah. can give you information on selling your house as well. Yeah. Oh, um, that's a win win. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for thank rescuing you. Mo. You yeah. got to find a place for Mo too. <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah, I doubt they'll take Mo. I take her heartbeat. I, <laughs> well, it's oh, it's near a lake. Yes. Yeah. Twin Lakes oh, is near a lake. lake. Yeah, so you could put oh, Mo right in there. Me. He's domesticated. Oh, man. I would be dying to heaven. Yeah, he is. He's domesticated. They pick up our animal, got him, and they relocated him because he had puncture wounds all over his neck. Oh, poor baby. But he, they think he should be okay. They really think he should be okay. Mm. That's awesome. Oh, well, good. thank you so much for taking the time to call in today. We really appreciate your call, and thank you for being the rescuer there of Mo. And again, give uh, Michelle a call, and she'll uh, she'll be happy to tell you about that. I absolutely will. Thank you, ladies. Thank You're you. welcome. Have a great day. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
when she said duck, I have to. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, I was um, at a showing with Kristen, mm-hmm. um, Kristen Howlett, full time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She's been on our show many times. Um, th- the agent who had the showing behind us came and she was seemed a little distraught and so we were like is everything okay and she's like oh my my client i don't know if my client's coming um i thought she said my client's cow was stolen but her accent was i guess so so thick like a boston accent or something whatever that she meant her car so i was so concerned that her cow (laughs) had been stolen that i was like how do you steal a cow and i was like did you know that cows can go up the stairs but they can't come down down. and like she's like oh awesome but like my client's car was stolen (laughs) i'm like oh i thought you said cow Please stop. Oh, I remember. I, I left here at 2.30 last night, got home about, I don't know, quarter or three, and then I couldn't fall asleep. And uh, yeah, so I've had three hours sleep and you are killing me right now. Yeah, I, I was so concerned about the cow. I was like, how do you steal a cow? Like, what town does she live in where you could steal a cow? Oh my gosh. And you know, what? No. <laughs> When my parents moved from car. Dorchester to Westbridge Water, it was like cow village. Yeah. Like, it was all cows. I want to yeah. pet cows so and, bad. Yeah, you love cows. And um, I remember when you were up at St. Mike's, didn't you have a friend who had like a cow farm? And he said, don't fall in love with, don't give them a name, the calves. Yeah. And you did. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. They slaughter them. Oh, okay. No. All right, it's let's get back on our track here. Yeah. So if you have any questions, 781-837-4900. We're talking about uh, just some tips when you're moving with your pet. Uh, so we sort of handled talking a little bit about, you know, be a packing supplies and everything. Just make sure that your pets are not getting into those and then you're packing them away. Um, and this is avoid changing your routine to reduce the stress. I really like this one too. It's because especially dogs and cats, they're a creature of habit. So it, they say to continue even throughout the move. Well, first of all, put together a little package on moving day. Mm-hmm. Unless you have somebody that like could watch the dog. Like if Mackenzie is, if she goes away for a weekend, she is very comfortable staying with us. So if you have someone that can do that in the process, because moving day, the doors are open and closed, open and closed. Yeah. Um, so with a cat, I would say no, but um, possibly with a dog. But just make sure that night that you have the dog's bed, the dog's blankie, yeah. the dog's same food, same water, same routine that you did before just to keep them in that routine. Yeah, just keep them familiar with it. I know I I have moved with Zoe. I only had her about a month and a half and we moved. Um, but she was pretty much the last thing that I moved out. So I kept her in um, a room with everything that she was familiar with because, again, I had only had her maybe five weeks at that point, but everything that she was familiar with with me, um, so her tower, her toys, her litter box, like uh, those things, I kept it all together. And then, we, you know, we scooped her up and brought her mm-hmm. in because I knew that the doors were going to be open. We were, you know, moving into a home with another cat and a dog, and it's just like I didn't want the stress mm-hmm. on any of the animals. So, um, you know, introducing um, introducing her to her new home, mm-hmm. um, I, I did it last but mm-hmm. but sometimes you you do have somebody who can you know take your dog for a walk and go around the neighborhood while you have all the doors open mm-hmm. or or whatever yeah. um yeah i was thinking about that a little bit too of just like the walking routine especially mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. i'm a dog walker Tallulah's always lives places where i need to walk her for the most part so when i moved the first time i always made sure i live i moved like down the street Mm -hmm. but I knew that it was going to be enough of a change where our walking route would change so I did start walking her on the other walking route before I moved so it wasn't like a sudden Mm -hmm. oh we're now in a whole new place and there are new houses and I walk by different animals every day too on top of a new environment and even at Salve like I always make sure that I change up the way I'm walking so sometimes I do walk past the residence hall I used to live in but making sure that you're giving them yeah. mm-hmm. some time to adjust to that, I think was helpful for Tallulah because then it was like, okay, I've already walked this route. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, okay, I'm in a whole new house. I'm in a whole new everything. And I have 
a different walking route, which is usually yeah. like their comfort settle down yeah. time at the end of the night. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And that's why I think if you're moving into a neighborhood too, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of like subdivisions or things like that. I'm sure if you're going to be a new neighbor, it's a great way for you to meet your neighbor, your new neighbors too, by the yeah. way, uh, to start walking around there. Um, one of the things too is as you are packing up your house to make sure, don't change those routines too. I mean, we've had full shows on moving day or on moving and packing and preparing and don't wait until the last minute to do it. You're running around, you're doing all this, but as you are packing up your boxes keep everything sort of consistent for the, the for their pet as well so the same feeding time same going out time like our dogs every night get up at 10 o'clock in their beds when we're in the living room they get up at 10 and they walk to the back door mm-hmm. <laughs> like every day at like 4 30 quarter of five gracie gets up and she knows it's time for dinner so keep those things consistent so they're comfortable yeah so we only have four minutes left and i know that yeah. um you have we have other tips and stuff in here too so we are happy to share these with people we'll um actually make a blog of it and put it on our on our website bostonconnect.com um you have some listings that you want to talk about but i definitely want to let people remind people we are having our halloween event today the dog uh, trot and the costume contest is from it we're here 12 to 2 please come by you don't have to be part of the parade you can bring your dog um, if you do you need to sign a waiver we'll have waivers here um, or you can go online to bostonconnect.com under events and you will see it uh, so we just need you to sign that waiver um, uh, to do that we have some great prizes we have some great recipients of our raffles uh, and some really 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 good gifts so we hope you can make it and come with your little ones even if you don't have a dog uh, you can feel free to come and go trick-or-treating because we have lots and lots yeah. of treats lots of treats um, so just a quick minute for um, some of our new listings here at Boston Connect Real Estate we have 207 Waltham Street in Hanson that is presented by Team Flynn they've done the show with us before um, they are doing an open house from on Sunday 11 to 1. It's a cute two bedroom, one full bath ranch. Um, again, 207 Waltham Street in Hanson. That is on the market for three twenty nine nine. We have another new listing in Hanson. It is 726 West Washington Street. Um, that is presented by Jess Page. She is doing an open house today, 11 to 1, and tomorrow, Sunday, from 10 to 12. That is a four-bedroom, three-full-bath colonial, again, 726 West Washington Street in Hanson. That is on the market for 725 and then we have a uh, new listing a in Holbrook as well. So it's 25 Chandler Street in Holbrook. Um, that is on the market for $499.9. That is Ginny Wandell's listing. She is doing an open house today from 10 to 12. That is a three-bedroom two full bath cape um and then of course we have cochessett estates um that is in west bridgewater that is the mcnamara broker team sharon yes. mary and evis um they are doing open houses every single saturday and sunday from um 11 to 2 correct mm-hmm. yep um 92 units in there there are plenty of opportunities with duplexes single family homes it's just an amazing new community construction, new yeah. construction who doesn't love new i love the smell of new construction i love There's the smell like no one ever living in this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, that's that's from 11 to 2 every Saturday and Sunday in West Bridgewater. All of that information is on our website, so bostonconnect.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook, Boston Connect Real Estate and McNamara Broker Team. We hope to see you here today. Yes, um, absolutely. But if not, please follow us along um, and have some fun with us. Yes. <laughs> and if you missed any of our past shows, go to Talk Real Estate Roundtable or on the podcast Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Don't forget on Tuesday we will be talking about should I wait until the spring to sell. We hope that you can join us at 6.15 to 7 on Tuesday. Have a great weekend everybody and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks Mackenzie. ATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.